Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks line. Here we are in the pandemic days where fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more Through the years we'll be basically basic Doing basic girl things You go girl But thank God for Jesus Christ to always A merry BB Christmas. Hey guys, it's Cammy. And it's Amanda. And we're basically basic. Today is day six of BB Advent, and Cammie and I are just, again, we keep saying so excited, but we truly are. Um, the past, our first week of Advent was honestly just a really sweet surprise, because we we were excited about it. We knew we were super pumped, but to see that you guys were so excited as well just like made our hearts skip, and now we're like extra pumped for week oh, two. Oh, so pumped. Like, I was looking forward to doing this week, the second Monday hit of last week. Yes. I was like, oh, guys, people are joining in. Like, they're actually <laughs> listening. <laughs> They're listening. You guys are in the word. And like every time I just hear just comments or things that people are saying about how God's teaching them and meeting them mm-hmm. in this season and how it's preparing their hearts for Christmas. I texted Amanda so many times last week. And this and sounds like really conceited to say, but I'm going to explain why it's not. <laughs> but like we listen, I listened to the podcast every day last week yes, and same. joined in. And I cried multiple times. And I would text Amanda with like, Tears in my eyes. Okay, there's so many reasons for that. One, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> New mom life mom and life. doctor pandemic wife oh. situation this past couple weeks have just been kind of hard. Yeah. And I feel like we've been so blessed up until this point of it not really affecting us very much. But recently that's kind of shifted. And I think just the emotions of everything going on in the world and just realizing that we're doing something that's bigger than ourselves, mm-hmm. I think is what made me cry. And I yeah. I actually said this to a friend this past week. I don't normally listen to our podcast that often because yeah. I was there. Right. Like, we Same. recorded it. Yes. And, like, I don't know. It feels kind of weird. It's kind of like listening to your own music. Right. Yeah. I actually normal, normally don't listen to it as well, mainly because I every time I laugh or say the word like in the podcast, I cringe. <laughs> <laughs> no way. 
yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I cannot read. Because I don't realize in the moment, yes. I'm just talking to my friend. And then if I've ever gone back to actually listen to the episode, non-Advent series, because the Advent series, same. I've truly been like so For blessed real? by and but yeah, the normal ones I'm like can't can't hear myself talk. No. Well, it is. It's, it it kinda, I feel like it kind of <laughs> takes away yeah. a little bit from. It's like the same reason I don't ever watch myself lead worship after like in a live stream. Yeah. Like I was there. Like, I encountered the Lord in a certain way. Totally. And I want to keep. It and that it would way. feel weird to watch it from like the outside looking yes, in because you're like it's an in the moment I'm worshiping the Lord. So like yeah, to watch yourself. One hundred percent. Yeah. So anyways, this has been different, and I feel like it feels different because it really does feel like God gave us this idea mm-hmm. and. I want to be doing it in real time as you guys are doing it and listening. And it feels like we're just in this together. And this is exactly the heart of why we wanted to do it. And so thank you for joining us last week if you did. And if you didn't, and this is your first week to jump in. Welcome. Welcome. It's never too late. It's never too late. I hope we have first-time listeners out week four. I really do. Oh, that'd be amazing. You know, like I just, whatever you can give, whatever you can show up for, we're just thankful. And so this week, you guys, we are... Starting another song, a different theme. Last week was O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. So if you didn't listen, it's not too late to go back and re-listen. Or if you want to listen again. But this week, we're going to be listening, focusing, centering our hearts (laughs) on Silent Night. Which is one of my favorite songs ever. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so we were talking about how it's a just a really calming song. And you know what I thought about when you said calming? I thought about, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 99% sure. It's the song that comes on in Home Alone when it's, like, been a crazy adventure and, like, he might get, like, taken from his home from, like, the bad guys. But then at the very end, he meets the old man, and I'm pretty sure Silent Night comes on, and he goes to the church. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't really know what you're talking about. Do you watch Home Alone? I watch it sometimes, but mm, not my fave. (sighs) You know why? I think I, like, have this idea in my head that it's a boy movie. Oh, I like. I was such a girly girl as a kid. That like true. any movie with a honestly kind of sexist. Like any movie with a lead character as a boy, I was like, "You're a boy." Bye. There's a million Disney princess movies I could be enjoying this right now. True. So this why am I watching true. this? But Stephen loves Home Alone, so I'm I sure we'll watch it. I love to, like, I love to like have it on in the background while I'm yes. doing Christmassy things. So all I say, I've seen it. I don't can't speak to that scene, but okay. but you're well, right. It, it always I it brings like a calming aspect. It's the calming song of Christmas. For sure. Like you have because. I think we're going to talk about this on the end of the week, but the fact that, like, you know, it's typically the song you sing at church, the last Mm -hmm, song mm -hmm. before you go home after Christmas Eve service. Like, it's just, it's just that, that song. It's centering your heart. Yeah, that calms you down. Yeah. Centers, and honestly... Oh, a silent night. I saw I saw a cup at Target the other day, Amanda. That I, I told Stephen I wanted to get it, and he laughed at me and kept pushing the cart forward. And I was like, I like, think I'm, you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. So that's great. But it was the cup. It was a mug, and it said, "All this Mama wants for Christmas is a silent night." And I said, oh "Yes and Amen, Lord. That is what my heart." urines for like silent night silent, silent night. night just took on so many more meanings what's a silent night yeah honestly <laughs> tell me what is that i used to know i don't know, don't know anymore uh but man i could learn a lot from that song i could learn a lot from being silent mm-hmm. from resting and so all those themes we're going to be talking about this week but really amanda and i are only doing two episodes this week we have three amazing guests that'll be joining us and sharing their hearts. So last week it was just us two, but this mm-hmm. week we're bringing in some other voices to speak. Some girly friends. Some girly friends. And I'm excited because we obviously have a different theme every week. And the people we asked for this week, we prayed about and specifically felt like they should speak on yeah. Silent Night. On each week too. Exactly. Like, so each, yeah, each week there's different guests that we felt like was that was the thing. And I didn't even tell you this, but I was the person to text those people and reach out. 
And without fail, the, they responded like, I can't believe this is my theme. Like every person was like, I can't believe you chose me for this. This is like so spot on what? to what God's teaching me. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Yes, it was so it was so um, confirming that this was the Holy Spirit. I'm so you know? excited, super encouraging. So, which I think that's why too, Kimmy and I have loved re-listening to these, is because even though we are in the moment recording them, obviously, what's been cool for me is I've gained something different out of them each absolutely. time I listen. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, like you were totally in that conversation because I didn't even realize that specific thing yes. that I was talking about. And that, that it was centered for that day, you yeah. know. So we've been praying that, like, as you listen to this, that regardless of the day or time, like, we're all doing different things mm-hmm. in the Christmas season, but that it would hit you with what you need to hear. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it, it's done that for me and you in different ways too. Oh, hundred percent. Um. So ironically, before we get into Silent Night, we need to talk about something that gives us energy and caffeine. Yes, absolutely. What would a podcast be, an episode be without a Starbucks order? Obviously. Of course. So this week, this is like a holiday themed drink. It's the, oh, here's the question I was going to ask you. Oh. Do you say caramel or caramel? I say caramel. Okay. I say caramel too. Oh, I thought you were going to say you say caramel <laughs> and I was going to be like, excuse me. But I think, some, <laughs> I think a lot of people do. It's kind of like when people say, I say crayons. <laughs> crayons? What's a crayon? <laughs> What? What? Oh, because I say crown. You say crown? Okay, (laughs) guys, you might have just heard our friendship break up on the air. You're talking about that you color with. Yes, a crayon. No, they're not crayons. I thought you were about to say crown. I thought you were about to say cranberry. Are they? Are they? Are they the king and queen of like utensils? No, it's like a crayon. Crayon. A crayon. (laughs) A crayon. This is, why, this is why I'm not going to re-listen to this. It's a crayon. Yeah, but it's spelled C. I mean, it really, it should be a crayon. That's what I say. No, crayon. That's not what you're saying. <laughs> that's not what you're saying at all. Say it again. It's, it's literally spelled C-R-A-Y. Oh, I know. Crayon. So what are you saying? I'm saying crown. No. No. You're saying crown. You're saying C-R-O-W-N. That is okay, what you're you saying. Know what? This is besides the point. Back to my drink order. I'm so surprised because you say crown that you don't say caramel because you would. You would, okay, my caramel, my caramel brulee latte. So I just good. also love ordering brulee when I order. What even is a brulee? I don't know. I thought that the other day when I ordered it, I was like, I feel so bougie ordering this. But it this. sounds French and bougie, yeah. and those are two things that I love. Listener, <laughs> so. I need one of you to DM us and let us know what a brulee is. I'm going to do a vote. I'm going to do a vote. Yeah. Or no. A vote. On the Instagram. <laughs> a poll. A poll. You're going to do a poll. What's a brulee? Okay. Let so us I get the caramel brulee latte. It comes with four pumps of caramel brulee, whatever that syrup is. Very sweet. It tastes like elf, like the the movie elf like yep. would get a syrupy drink so instead you just do one pump of the sauce okay. because it comes with caramel caramel brulee toppings whatever so you don't that need is a, whatever that is so you don't need a lot of pumps so anyways i order that only one pump and then i do steamed almond milk instead of the two percent milk okay because it also comes with whipped cream on top and then the little like fun sprinkles of caramel brulee. So that's our drink of the week this week. That is our drink of the week. Okay, I'm Say it how you will. Drink it as you will. (laughs) Yeah, if you... And you know what? Hey, if you want all the syrup pumps, you get all the syrup pumps. You get it, girl. If you want to eat spaghetti with maple syrup and (laughs) M&Ms on it in the morning for breakfast, you go for it, Elf. Yeah, (laughs) It's your time. Okay, so now we are going to hop into our theme now that we've spent 10 minutes talking about (laughs) crowns and caramel and caramel. So our theme this week, as Cammie said, is Silent Night. And so I am going to read a little story of the birth of John the Baptist. This is in, and we'll again put this in the show notes. So when you guys are doing your time 
I'd love to have you follow along. And this is in Luke 1. So this is Luke 1, verse 5. And it says, In the time of Herod, king of Judah, Judea, wow, can't read right now, there was a priest named Zachariah. Judea. Judea. <laughs> I was like, what's Judea? Okay. We're starting with okay, words. We're start over. Get your, get your Bible ready. You follow along because who knows what we're going to be yeah. calling things. Time to center our hearts. Time to be silent in silent night. <laughs> okay, starting over. Verse 5. In the time of Herod, king Judea, there was a priest named Zachariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. Sure. Abijah. Sounds good to me. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, All the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was settled and he was gripped with fear. Oh, startled, sorry. He was not settled. He was startled. (laughs) Opposite of settled. (laughs) He was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until this day happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had been a vision, he had seen a vision in the temple. For he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After his wife, after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Boom! <laughs> I, love, I love all the Christmas scriptures in Luke. They're yeah. so good. This is really good. Do you want me to share my thoughts? Girlie, you share your thoughts. Okay. My first thought is Zachariah <laughs> is a Debbie Downer. That's my first thought. I was actually about to laugh when you were reading it because I'm going to go to... Well, let me just give a synopsis for those of you that maybe can't follow along and you're like, that was a lot of scripture. Basically what happens is we have Zachariah and Elizabeth. Well, you might not know in this in yet in the scripture is that Elizabeth is actually Mary's cousin. And it says that Zachariah and Elizabeth are old, and they both are devout followers of oh, God. Jesus. Not Jesus. Or God, sorry, God. Because he's not sorry, born yet. Not here, yeah. They probably <laughs> will be really pumped when Jesus is born. <laughs> but they're following God, and they're doing their thing. And it says they're really old, but they can't have a child. And clearly, Zachariah has been praying for a child because all of a sudden, this angel appears. When he's he's a priest, he's going in the temple. And at this time, only one person can go in the temple at a time. So mm-hmm. there was like this whole 
process of who got chosen. It says that he was chosen by lot, which is like the way they cast votes back then. Yeah. He gets sent into the temple. He goes in and uh, boom, an angel appears. Hello. And says all these amazing things. So when you go to verse 14, it says, um, actually it starts at verse, I guess, 11. It says the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And then it says that he was startled and gripped with fear because um, there's an angel there's an in angel. the temple. So I get that. That makes sense. But then the angel starts to say, don't be afraid. Your wife's going to have a, a, a son like you've been praying. We're yeah. so excited. He's going to be a joy. He's going to be a delight. Just says all these amazing, awesome things about his son. No, have the Holy Spirit before he's born? Yeah, have the Holy Spirit before he's born. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's Receive. Kind of, I prayed for my son I, I, because of the scripture. Because I was I like, okay, it's that. clearly possible. Yeah. So I'm going to pray and for that. And John Olson. And John Olson. Uh, but he's saying all these amazing things. And his Zachariah's first response is literally not, oh my gosh, that's amazing, or praise God, my prayers are answered, or whatever. His first response is, how can I be sure of this? I'm an old man, and my wife is old. That's his first response. Yeah, is what he he says like it's far in her years or something. Yeah, like he's that. like, hey, we're both pretty old, and I just don't know if I believe you. That's his response. And then the angel, this I love probably this so my much. favorite part, favorite part yeah. mic drop moment. I just picture the angel. I don't know what angels look like, but apparently they're big and like light and which also just imagining that side note is so exciting to oh me. there's an angel in the temple like you've gone to temple like as a priest maybe every day whatever you're chosen i don't know how it works but there's an angel there and he's saying these amazing things and your response is i don't know i don't know if i believe you i'm old and the angel says well zachariah i'm gabriel and i stand in the presence of god and i've been sent to speak good news to you and now, because of your basically your unbelief and your annoying words, you are going to be silent, and not able to speak until this day happens. So basically, this angel said, "Hush your mouth." Yeah, angel <laughs> said, "You're going to shut your lips, Zachariah." And as I was reading this, though, I'm like hardcore judging Zachariah, but I'm also realizing like how often is that us? Mm. Like how often do we daily, daily, <laughs> literally do we speak or say something? out of our flesh, before we've processed with God, out of a response of unbelief, out of unfaith. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing about this that I was actually like kind of specifically drawn to is the fact that it says that they were people of God um, and that they were old. And I feel like when we look at when Jesus does come and he talks a lot about having the faith of a child Mm -hmm. and how important it is to be childlike. And I think that this is kind of a perfect example as to why that's important because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us as Christians, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who grew up in the church right. and would be described as devout mm-hmm. or religious or whatever, like how, how Zachariah and Elizabeth were described at the beginning of the scripture. And they know all the things. They've been to all the services. Mm-hmm. They've done Christmas every year since mm-hmm. they were born. And it's easy to just get jaded. Yeah. It's easy to just be like, I've heard it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. And in their hearts, they maybe are old. Like, yeah. they're not childlike. They're not, like, in awe and wonder anymore. They're just kind of like, okay, like, I don't I don't know if I believe that. Like, yeah. And I think for me, one, I've gone through, like, seasons of that for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, go through different, not even seasons. Like, I think there's different parts of my faith that are always harder for me to believe. For sure. Or times when I get jaded or times when I, like, whatever... But I also feel like sometimes the people, when like I'm sharing a thing of big faith in my own personal experience, if I'm like believing for something big or praying for a miracle, mm-hmm. sometimes the people that take the wind out of my cells the most are other Christians. 
A thousand percent. Like, how often do you share something where you're like, I feel like God told me this, or like, like I've worked in a lot of churches, and yeah. I've worked at churches where I've shared like a dream or a vision mm-hmm. of big faith, and the people of God, the religious devout people, are sometimes the first people to use their mouth to be like, well, good luck with that, yeah. or like, don't know how that's going to work, yeah. or you know, just speaking things out of um, flesh. flesh, just yeah. out of like what they're logically seeing, out of like jadedness. And that take, that even just reminds me of, because... I have the same experience of, I don't, if, if I know someone who I know <clears throat> doesn't know the love of the Lord, I'm so much easier on them. I, I feel like, because I'm like, oh, they can tell me that that's me being crazy or that's me right. believing for a lot because they don't know. They haven't, they haven't seen that in their lives. And if they have, they aren't aware that it came from Jesus. And so I almost like give them a little bit of a pass and I'm like, oh, that's okay. Like they'll believe one day or I'll have faith for them or I'll pray for them. But you're right. When like a co-believer says something like that, it is crushing to it's my crushing. spirit. It's crushing. Because I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're supposed to have my back yes. in this. And like, we're supposed to believe for big things together. So if you can't believe it with me, then who who will? Yeah, 100%. And so I think my personal takeaway from the scripture is just how important it is to to be silent when when you know that you can't say something of faith. Yeah. Like, and whether it's in your for your own prayers, your own beliefs, or if it's for somebody else. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if you're having a bad day or you're struggling in your faith or you're walking through a season where maybe God hasn't answered the prayers that you've we've wanted and a friend comes to you with like something that they're believing for a big faith, I think it's okay to just kind of be like, I'm here for you and keep it silent if you can't say something that like it's almost like if I'm not gonna be like, Well, I don't know how that's gonna happen or speak death over something because clearly that's something that matters to God because I believe based on this scripture that when Zachariah responded that way, when he said that, the angel shut his mouth and was like, you're going to be silent now until this happens. And if you look at the end of that scripture that you just read, Amanda, Elizabeth ends up responding um, with the complete opposite reaction. Yeah. She's like, praising God's done it for me. Like I'm praising God. And I wonder, I don't know this, but I wonder if Gabriel shut Zachariah's mouth because he didn't want him speaking that over Elizabeth. Over her and her pregnancy. Yeah. Like, he might have been like, hey, like, this is hard enough. Like, you need to be a person of faith. And mm-hmm. since you clearly can't operate that way right now, like... I'm taking you out in love. Shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> shut it down. And you're going to have a silent night yeah. for a lot of nights, you know? What oh do you think? Oh, my gosh. That's... Yeah. I mean, I just keep thinking... I keep going back to, for me, I can tend to be a verbal processor. And when I'm... When I've gotten news of something, whether it's good or bad, and I need to process it, think about it, meditate on it, pray about it. There's often times where I don't do those things first and mm-hmm. I go and I talk to a dear friend and it could be someone who I do respect their opinion. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's going to say something wrong or say something that I disagree with, but I just love to verbally process out loud. And there's been so many times where I wish that instead of doing that, I just would have come to the Lord and prayed about it. And I feel like in this moment, Zachariah's response could have been so different had he just gone to the Lord. Even And even if in that moment he had questions, which we're all going to have, we're human. So mm-hmm. I'm not even saying in that moment he should have been like, yeah, let's do this, Lord. Thank you for <laughs> Thanks for the baby, yeah. God. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, we're, we're human and we're living in human flesh. So I think it's okay if in those moments we question. I mean, like we're going to question a lot of things that God does and says, but it's again, going to the father and spending time with him and saying, Hey, what do you think about this? Lord? like, what should my response be to this? And if you know your, your answer is out of human flesh, like I just, every time I've gone to the Lord with something, I never regret it. And that's his, my answer is going to be so much clearer that way. Instead Mm -hmm. of hearing all of these voices come in from, even if they are, like I said, friends or relatives or whoever, people that I respect, it's still other voices that aren't God's. Yeah. 
Well, I feel like maybe his like his history obviously was one of being disappointed. He'd mm-hmm. been childless for so long, and so it makes sense. But I feel like he had gotten so in his head and so in unbelief that mm-hmm. even though a literal angel is standing before him saying something different, he couldn't recognize it. He couldn't agree with it. And so I think this week, you guys, like our hope with this silent night thing is that we would learn what it means in our hearts to rest, to be silent, to, to think before we speak. And I think, man, if we need to hear something in 2020 with a million keyboard warriors out there just oh shooting gosh. off their Keyboard opinions. warriors. What a word. Like, I wish that some people... An angel came to them and was like, we're going to shut your mouth. <laughs> we're going to shut you down. We're going to shut your mouth. We're going to actually handcuff your hands so you can't type on your phone or your computer. And I need that sometimes. Yes. No, exactly. Yeah. And so it's not even for other people. Like, even for ourselves, I think it's knowing when to shut our own mouths. Or, I mean, I'm sure some of you out there listening have, like, taken a social media break. And it's, like, similar. If I yes. feel like the voices that I'm looking at and I'm scrolling through are just too much. And I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know how to process it because it's too many voices. And I don't even know what I want to think about it. And so I'll literally, like say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give myself 30 days of just like no phone time. And it every single time it's like a fog is lifted every single time. Because again, not that social media is bad, but I just think sometimes it's nice to go to the quiet place and just ask the Lord, like, please refresh me so that I can go back out and please silent me. Please silent me. Please mute me, which is what he literally did to Zachariah. Wow, guys. So there's so much we could process here and we are excited to do that again with you this week, but also for you to hear from other people. Um, I think there's so much to be said about having a silent night. And so my challenge for you and for us today is that would you take 30 minutes today Mm -hmm. and be silent? And let just like, maybe if it's not 40 degrees outside, maybe it's like a nice warm 60. Just like let the breeze hit your face. Let that, oh. Just like sit. (laughs) <laughs> like, just feel because for me every time I go out into nature and this sounds so like crunchy <laughs> but it's so true just like going for a walk and yes. like, like like he is all over nature so it's sometimes if we're like sitting in because again 2020 we're like in our homes a lot so if we're sitting just in our home looking at the same stuff like it can be hard to just be like okay god where are you but like stepping outside of your physical it's place so of, of being all the time and just going for a walk looking at the leaves like feeling the breeze in your face smelling like I the cold air right now. <laughs> Get, get that Starbucks, get that caramel like, crown brulee. <laughs> <laughs> but really like sitting and, and I, when I say be silent, I mean like not texting, not yeah. DMing, like, mm-hmm. like not even just being silent with your actual voice out loud, but even the voice that you can carry into other realms. Yes. And I know that that can be hard 30 minutes. Like that sounds like nothing, but it's actually a lot. Like, mm-hmm. um, and if you even need to say to your husband, like, Hey, can you take the kids so I can be silent for 30 minutes? Like Seriously. challenge at some point, if you can't do it today, mm-hmm. some point this week, taking time to really meditate on what it means to be silent by putting your you know actions yeah, into it so absolutely guys we're really thankful to bring the irony of talking on a podcast when we're talking about silence but <laughs> you know it is what it is and I'm gonna take that challenge up for myself as well um so we're expectant for this day and for what this week is gonna bring uh let's let God speak to us on what it means to have a silent night in 2020 amen guys i'm cammy i'm amanda we're basically basic and we know you are too merry christmas